Welcome to Broadcast, the podcast from Kickstarter 102.4, our YouTube channel. Yes, indeed. What a week on Kickstarter it has been. Oh my goodness me. There's only really one game this week that I was like, yeah, we'll be looking at um, Slaughterville 3, which is really an expansion to Slaughterville, an amazing horror game. This is really an expansion, but you got a good chance to get the uh, original game here and uh, the expan other expansion too. Anyway, Sleeping Dogs with a standalone expansion, Distant Skies. Ooh, this is also looking very good. Anastia from Mythic Games, a big, big game from them, a side-scrolling, like, action arcade-type dice-rolling chukamukpa. Yep, that's here. Assault on Doomrock, the Ultimate Edition board game. Wow, this is my Kickstarter of the week, just because of its madcap, crazy, off-the-wall humour and an adventure game unlike anything I have on my shelf. <sighs> The, the Quest Kids, Big Bad of Tulk's Cave Expansion. The Quest Kids, the most overrated bloody Kickstarter for a kid's game. Absolutely terrible. Calls itself a dungeon crawler. Ha! You'll hear my uh, comments on that later on in the show. And media, I watched a Batman film this week and... Um, was it really a Batman film? I'll let you know in my thoughts down in the media talking about the latest episode of Halo and Moon Knight also, peeps. Um, so yeah, we're going to be no preview musics anymore as we are just going to try and mix in stuff that we find interesting, I guess? Is that the way we're going to do it? <laughs> uh, I think so. We're in a bit of a rush this weekend because of the Easter madness, the Easter build-up, and we're uh, getting ready for the back to school on Mondays and all that stuff. And just with an epic, epic job going on here as a daddy and all that, the good stuff. Anyway, I hope you're having a fantastic um, week. Um, I played this week the Incredible Oceans game, which is the Kickstarter game where you are developing your own fish species. Love that game. I managed to win. Ooh, it's always a tight affair, that game. It is really spectacular. But I'm looking forward to this week ahead when I get Tainted Grail out. We're going to start the campaign finally so I can uh, come away from the solo mode and uh, go into the cooperative adventure. I think it's going to be apt to play that so we can get more thoughts on it as a cooperative adventure, especially with the Kickstarter next week coming on Kickstarter which will be spectacular, it looks like. Especially with Waste Night 2nd Edition expansion. That's going to be another expansion next week. It's going to be like, oh my god. Waste Night 2nd Edition, absolutely incredible narrative post-apocalyptic game. That is really, really special. Anyway, let's crack on with today's show. Um, I was a bit taken by a song this week. It's um, from the USA, from an artist called Lizzo. And her song's called About Damn Time. This took, really came out of the blue, but it's an absolute cracker. It's in the charts in the USA, and this one, you need to hear it.
instrumental man or woman to pump me up feeling fussy walking in my balenciennes trying to bring out the fat beard lust cause i give a fuck way too much i'ma need like two shots in my cup wanna get up wanna get down mm, that's how i feel right now song that isn't it from Lizzo I tell you I'd love to give this girl a hug but I don't think I could get round her she's such a big lady <laughs> she's probably three times the weight I am as well goodness gracious is a big girl but got a big voice hasn't she Lizzo and I'm looking forward to seeing what else she brings out later this year anyway peeps what we're we talking about here now um we're talking about that horror game aren't we why has my notes disappeared? Slaughterville 3! Interesting title. Slaughterville 3 really is a villain expansion to the game. But um, the game is basically a cooperative horror game where you're trying to take down the baddie. Um, this cooperative, you know, taking down a baddie game, you know, Final Girl is like solo mode that's kind of popular as a Kickstarter game. You can like back it on game phone final girl well if you want a co-op version of that slaughterville is where you need to go it's really good you if you've got the main game or slaughterville 2 which is a standalone game you can mix them all together though um you basically putting eight random locations down you picking a random villain and you're selecting from a character pool and you each of these areas you put down has a special um thing that happens that you go there they all have their own decks the deck is good and bad so you'll be mining in that deck trying to get the good stuff whilst also trying to face the bad stuff meanwhile the villain is bobbing around and, and bad stuff's happening he has his own deck which oh she or she has got their own or it has its own deck and uh, that will be They'll be getting stronger and stronger as the game goes. It really is an interesting and fun madcap game. Um, expect to die and come back as a character. And oh my god, I've just selected a child and his stats are terrible. He's going to die as soon as he faces something horrible. Yeah, and you will die instantly if you pick the child. <laughs> uh, yeah, you just re-rolls a different character. It's part of the fun, isn't it, of these horror movies that loads of people die. So... Um... Yeah, it is quite interesting, but it's always very tight. And every time I've played Slaughterville, the players around the table instantly want to know what the other villains are because the mechanics are so well thematically written for each villain. It is fascinating to find out how the game will play with the other villains. When you tell them there's more locations to add to, so you'll also have different decks during the adventure. It just gets them so excited. Well, anyway, this is a great chance for people to get it back on Kickstarter. They are going to have the original um, Slaughterville, Slaughterville 2. And um, this Slaughterville 3 is an easy instabag because more villains, more fantastic greatness. And the villains as well. The, 
there is um, they've kind of been unveiling it on their Kickstarter. They're really interesting. You can check my video on Kickstarter Radio 102.4 YouTube channel out, of course, where I spend a good time talking about this game because I really do love it. It's a real indie title, a real gem on Kickstarter. And um, I think if you love horror movies or you want an, a cooperative, fun adventure that is, you can play around um, Halloween. Oh, you've got to have Slaughterville in your collection, peeps. This is an absolute wonderful storytelling epic adventure where oh, it's, it's truly really good. Interesting table presence as well. And I think everybody will love it. All right, peeps, what we're talking about next will be the Sleeping Gods Distant Skies. But I'm going to play you Chanel with slow-mo. She's from Spain and she's, this song is her Euro 2020, Eurovision 2022 edition. I think this is a good chance of winning it, actually, Chanel, because this is a really, really good dance track. So take it away. Let's go. Llegó la mami, la reina, la dura, una Bugatti El mundo está loco con este party Si tengo un problema no es monetary Lo vuelvo loquito, todo lo tari Pues siempre primera, nunca secondary Apenas go dum dum con mi boom boom Y le tengo dando zoom zoom a Miami Y no se confundan, señores y señores Yo siempre estoy ready Pa' romper cadera, romper corazones Solo existe una Yes, guess 102.4. Oh, that's an absolute cracker. And um, it's, it's interesting because in the American Song Contest, they've got a couple of songs that are in Spanish too. As it is, of course, the official second language of the USA. So um, I hope you enjoyed that, especially if you understand the lyrics. Though. If not, it's an absolute beating track. I think yeah, it's a fantastic one, isn't it? Anyway. Ooh, Sleeping Gods, that game that I had to cancel my pledge on because the shipping cost $130. Yikes, are you kidding me? It cost more than the bloody pledge. Anyway, it's back on Kickstarter. Is it Kickstarter? Game phoned. Um, Distant Skies, this is a little bit like Near and Far 2.0. And they've got the shipping down to 50 So thankfully, they've evolved their shipping prices. Because everyone's saying shipping prices is on the up. But for Mexico, it seems to be on the down. How about that? That's a surprise. But um, 
It's doing quite well actually, and um, I'm not surprised if you're backing this. Um, th there's so much competition this week that I don't know if this one is going to be something I'm going to back because I'm after a science fiction version of Ryan Lockett's world. And this feels a little bit cl too close to near and far. And even though some people are like, oh, it's not like near and far. Um, the world is its theme and like the way you move around on the map. You know, you've got the plane to move to different maps, but it is similar. Um, yeah, they have unlocked um, other stuff as well. Doing more stuff. I think the art is an upgrade from all the previous games as well. But um, it's coming straight off the back of Sleeping Gods. Like the designer has didn't stop. It's people thinking this guy's not took a break. And um, that's partly because he wanted to kind of, I guess, do a near and far version. He might have his book. Hopefully, he'll take a break after this one and uh, do some research. And I think his next obvious move is science fiction with the uh, themes of what's coming down the world. You know, we've got the popularity of Halo, Star Trek's popular at the minute, Mandalorian's popular, all the Star Wars friends, franchises popular, and uh, we've got Mass Effect TV show coming as well, which is going to be epic so um loads and loads and loads of good stuff so yeah sleeping gods i'm I can't, i'm not surprised if you are back in this it's got the audio narration from foreteller as well which is like oh goodness me this is gonna be fantastic but um i'll have to maybe late pledge it if we get um, a quiet summer and you know i really am expecting a quiet summer because it's been such a heavy March and April for games, especially the ones we've covered on the channel, you would be remiss at backing all of these, but, um, you know, you kind of got to, um, <laughs> I don't know, pick off some and leave some in the past and just forget about them, and I think Sleeping Gods might have to go on the back burner. It might go on my um, list of late backs, actually. Um, it's what I might do. But if you if you want to get the Sleeping Gods game, the original Kickstarter, it is here on the pledge. But that's going to put you into the Bananas pledge. I think it's around over three hundred dollars if you want everything, which is um, a pretty penny, you might say, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, we're going to be talking about Anastia next, which is the big game from Mythic, the massive game from Mythic, who are a company in the Premier League of Kickstarters from the renaissance that's going on in France with the Kickstarter board game companies there. Anyway, before we look at that, um, I was watching the American Song Contest um, this week. It was the fifth heat, and for me it was the weakest of the heats to be frank um but there was one song that came out of it and it just blew my socks off i couldn't believe how good it was oh <gasps> ada leanne is the artist her song called natalie just sit back and enjoy this what a fresh and original song so yeah take it away dear natalie let me guess he's still mad at me Probably saying that I lied That I'm crazy, I'm off the deep end But did you ever think maybe He seemed a little too shady Cause he said forever I'm yours But he probably said it to me and to you and to her It started out so good Watching and crying in the corner, but it didn't matter. Cause he said forever I'm yours, but he probably said it to me and to you and to her. It started out so good with every word he's 
his apathy How he dared to have the audacity to hold my hand Wrecking your plans But did you ever think maybe I'm not the girl that he made me tongue-in-cheek song that one i do love it now the anastia <sighs> this bloody kickstarter it's growing and growing isn't it i knew it was going to be one of mythic's big whopping games that they've announced <laughs> a bigger expansion haven't they we'll talk about that in a minute but what is the game it's like golden axe the game where you've got heroes and you you've got three special abilities and uh, ultimate that can build up as you're playing as a fury increases and then launch your big kind of ultimate thing um, there's so much going on here, I really like it. It's getting very expensive though, and I think the first expansion that's coming out is just a taste of what's to come. It's kind of a ninja-ish, two and a bit week Kickstarter campaign. And the first expansion that's coming out of the All Mother's Secret, $55. This looks really good. Looks like going into the jungle here. The, the art on the tiles looks like the best that we've seen yet. And um, loads of phenomenal minis that are kind of jungle inspired. So it looks fantastic, this one. And um, really, you've got to double down on your mythics because they seem to deliver boxes upon boxes upon boxes in a giant box the size of a washing machine delivered to your house. But I think this one is going to be good because it's the first big campaign game. Um, in this sort, you can play it. You can play it like um, solo scenario, but it's the campaign that's fairly interesting because, of course, your characters are going to be upgrading and upgrading all of the abilities and ultimates as you go through the campaign. So it's really, really nice. I think with this expansion, though, it's um, it's definitely something you're going to want to add. So it's a case of. How big is it going to get? And you might just have to $1 pledge it to get through and all that jazz. But um, there is a nice dragon expansion as well if you collect dragon minis. The other thing I want to talk about is the stretch goals. They've started to unlock... Um, or it's the next one. It's some huge rocks. So the terrain seems to like we're getting miniatures for terrain, which is great. Um, they've been locking lots of different minis for the um, the baddies in the world, and they've unlocked a new hero, which is nice and stuff. But it, it really is a massive Kickstarter. I won't be surprised if this reaches up at three hundred dollar plus. But we'll just have to see. I'm going to have to do a final thoughts on this game because it is so big and it's growing, and uh, they've already got fifteen updates, even though it's not even been on Kickstarter that long. So. They've been knocking it out of the park with stuff that they've been unlocking, and uh, one of them calling a secret. They have a um, what's it? I just remember what it's called. They called it the uh, the secret expansion. Yeah, that's the uh, the paid expansion add-on. Really, really good stuff. So yeah, Sleeping Dogs. That's the definite back for some people. I'm guessing Anastia definite back for some people. You know. Uh, you know, one of the best companies to do miniatures, and this is a real game that's using them all. You're not going to have miniatures on your shelf with Anastia. They're all going to get used in the game, and it's lovely. And I don't know if I mentioned this in my original video, but um, the minis do pertain to the area that in that you're in. So um, you're only going to see those heroes if you're in that kind of land, which is kind of novel and unique. Still waiting to find out what the shop or caravan is, and I want a Brutusaur mini. I mentioned this in when I do the the Kickstarter critique, but yeah, the Brutusaur Mini will lock me on the pledge here because I haven't got a Mythic game, but this has got me tickling with excitement, and that Mini will be the uh, cherry on the cake for me. The Brutusaur is like a dinosaur shop 
that um, travels around. Hopefully there's going to be a giant mini the size of the dragon that is the dinosaur, Brutosaur, which of course has been inspired from World of Warcraft. Battle of Azeroth, hasn't it? Anyway, this next song is um, from Michael Ben David. It's called I Am. It's called I.N, but it calls it I Am. Um, he's representing Israel in this year's Eurovision contest. And it's a bit of a nod to the Kinky Boots Broadway show. If you like that musical, the transvestite with the kinky boots, question mark. It's, it's almost as if this song was made for that character. Anyway, please enjoy uh, this really thumping, um, funny take on the transvestite world from Michael Ben David. Baby! Sometimes life can bring you down But honey Keep your head up Keep your head up Keep your head up In the <laughs> You can call me crazy Or just call my name you can say that I'm stunning, it's not a shame Cause I know I am I know I am Cause I know I am I know I am I like this attitude I like the game You can say that I'm brave, I'm never the same Cause I know I am I know I am Cause I know I am I know I am Baby, come with me, follow me If you don't know the Kinky Boots uh, Broadway um, thing, it was actually came from England originally, I believe, but it went over to the Americas, of course. But um, I think whatever you list, whatever version you list to, it is really fantastic. It really is. And if you're lucky to go cruising, it might be one of the Broadway shows that is on the ship. And um, trust me, if you know the musical, if you're going on a cruise and there's a musical on the ship, listen to it beforehand so that when you do watch it, it's way more fun. That's my top tip, peeps, if you're cruising. Anyway, <gasps> probably won't be cruising until 2023 with that vaccine requirement that's still going on. Why, why are there still vaccine requirements when there's no bloody <sighs> Delta virus? Everyone's got the um, Omicron. It's Omicron 2 now, isn't it? There's no vaccine for that. You don't. There's no hospitalizations. For it. It's just absolute death. There's still requirements because I could have been going on a cruise this week if they dropped it. Talking about Norwegian cruise lines here, because yeah. Anyway, thankfully next year they are dropping all those requirements and uh, and all that good stuff. And hallelujah, we are season of getting back to normal, aren't we? Anyway, my Kickstarter of the week for sure: Assault on Doom Rock Ultimate Edition. This 
has um, come to GameFound and it's like a brand new edition of the game, squeaking it all up and tightening up the art and everything. And it's come with some fantastic things like playmat and all of the gubbins you expect from a Kickstarter. I really enjoy how the gameplay works. Um, it's basically a unique adventure where you're um, adventuring first through tiles and these tiles are for example a lagoon or a tavern or something like this and each of these big tiles has areas that you can go on and in, in the adventure phase you only have a certain amount of time to do stuff so that's kind of neat and once you finish that kind of adventuring you then go into the combat mode and uh, the reason I like the, this game so much is that the combat mode is so fresh and unique. You're not just fighting waves of monsters, it really mixes it up. And there's a good example of some of the playthroughs where you're fighting rotten tomatoes in a field. It's kind of bonkers and off the wall adventure that you're on. And it, it's not just fantasy based, it's kind of a smash up of all the different fancy and sci-fi tropes out there so you can have like a valkyrie that has lasers and um, some kind of energy shield and, and you can even ride a pig for example it's kind of off the wall you know look at a knight's helmet that's got two beer cans on the side um this called something like the helm of intoxication <laughs> it's kind of funny um, that's what i mean it's like nice tongue-in-cheek everything and uh, that's what I kind of enjoy about it it's kind of the light-hearted feel but it still feels like an adventure game maybe in a Monty Python-esque world and um, it looks really good they're doing a design contest as well through the campaign it's all on BGG and I'm banned on BGG are you banned on BGG <laughs> what did I get banned on BGG for it was posting um, replies with links to my videos apparently that's so heinous an activity that they banned me and anyone from the station here and including my family is banned from becoming a member on bgg i mean that is as extreme as i would see in a fascist regime regime bgg <laughs> it's board game geek if you don't know what i'm talking about that is outrageous um Anyway, peeps, oh, Doom Rock. Please check out my video because I do go on about this quite a lot. As there's lots, lots, lots to talk about on Assault on Doom Rock. But if you've got my Kickstarter of the week, that's why the video is a little, one of the longest of the weeks. Because um, there was a lot to cover and wax lyrical over. And there's like 20 playable heroes. And the way you mix your heroes together, it makes them kind of silly. So you, you, you'll, you'll see it in my long form video. It, the, you won't ever play an adventure game with the type of heroes you'll get in Doom Rock. That's what kind of makes it fun. And, um, oh, the other thing is the miniature, there's no miniatures or standees. You've basically got discs and they're making them into, um, what's it called? Chips from a casino. Those things. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, the combat's kind of, most unique out of every, everything that I've seen, so it's um, yeah, nice and fun. Uh, well, Pete, we'll be coming back talking a little bit of the Quest Kids about the overrated kids Kickstarter, and I'll keep away from that if you know what I mean. I'm trying to pop the hype balloon on my video that I did, it's like my shortest video of the week, but um, we'll be talking about this kids game next. It's supposed to be a dungeon crawler, but um. Yeah, as we've got like a good, um, some good songs, I'm going to be pulling another good one. This is from the Eurovision 2020. It's Lumix featuring Pia Maria singing the song Halo, which is a good segue because I'll be talking about Halo next in the media talk. Moon Knight also, and um, of course I will be talking more on my feelings of the Batman film. So um, look out for that after this incredible song from... Lumix and um, it comes from Austria, funnily enough, yeah. You don't get many good songs from Austria in the Eurovision, but I think this one is a classic coming from them.
something on your feet Go sharp in your teeth We can be CEO, yeah you already know Yeah we can be the boss, fly higher than the gods We're not under control and I know not anymore If you feel me then put your hands up Let me be a halo, cause we don't cry I'm back in all in one night Let me be a halo, cause I can wait for us to finish the fight And I'm stronger than the angels, I'm fearless in danger And I will bring back to life Let me be a halo, cause we don't cry I'm back in all in one night yeah. Because I had the right idea, beautiful something to feel Quest Kids, the most overrated, hyped balloon of a kid's game from Kickstarter. Art looks horrendous, it's not really a dungeon crawler, there's no campaign story. The minis look brutal, there's only heroes. All the enemies are on the cards, it's looking absolutely desperate. And how much? It's as expensive as Gloomhaven! Um, seriously folks, wait for Gloomhaven for kids, wait for Madara for kids, wait for Tanaris Adventures for kids, insert your favourite campaign dungeon crawler and add for kids on it and wait for that. This is ridiculous. You want a dungeon crawler for kids so much you're gonna lower your standards to get the quest kids. It looks brutal. I don't want to put this on my kid. I want him to look at fantastic art. Catacombs, third edition. That's what he's playing to get him into the dungeon crawl. And I'm probably, one after that will be Arkees, which delivers this week because it's an Egyptian theme looking phenomenal. And the quest kids is like in a different world. It's in the bottom league of dungeon crawlers. It really doesn't stand up there at all to be even considered a dungeon crawl. Never mind a Kickstarter dungeon crawl. It's just desperate measures, this bloody game. And this expansion, oh, the time to get it all, it just looks ugh, like we heard what everybody wants, so we're giving you thicker tiles. It's like. Are you kidding me? You think that's what people wanted? How about a cam real campaign? God, it's just like... Gun to the head. That's why on the video I put a picture of a bomb, which comes from the Kickstarter page, the bomb. It's time for the uh, hype balloon on this to pop. Because at the end of the day, oh, I played this game with my kids and they loved it. So my review is tainted. Like, yeah, but you've not you've not said in any, no reviews will you talk about where they'll say, this is not a dungeon crawler. Like, it's bleedingly obvious what it is. It, oh. <laughs> it's more Euro game because you're, you're gonna, you win the game by getting the most points. 
and there is gameplay mechanics where you're trying to help each other because you get rewarded for helping. It's desperate measures, peeps. And um, I, it really is forgettable. A forgettable thing, but I didn't really want to do the video, but I, my wife left me a message on my desk saying I need to do a video on this because she felt that my subscribers wanted to know my feelings on this because I love dungeon crawlers and this one claims to be one but it's obviously a fake isn't it <laughs> so yeah we've had a great kickstarters this week we've had Slaughterville if you like horror movies you're it to yourself to get that game Sleeping Gods looking great Redone Art looks fantastic lower shipping prices that's going on my late pledge Anastia looking amazing getting that brutusaur mini and i'm all over this one and the expansion they brought out looks tantalizingly good there's going to be more to drop of course expect final thoughts on that one on the channel and of course the amazing assault on doom rock the quirky adventure with so much fun to be had and then we get to quest kids which is like oh. if you ever see that vampire on my uh, splash screen on my Kickstarter channel, it really is like someone closing their eyes in disbelief how bad it is. <laughs> so yeah, the vampire is on the splash screen. It's like a nod to it. And if you ever see the Joker holding up something, that means there's something in the game. Suspect, like, is this a joke? Like, like the last light video. Is this a joke? Like the card the Joker's holding up is like for the alien design in Last Light. Brutal, what I called it. But here with the Quest Kids, even worse, isn't it? Because it's it's not just a few cards that you're not happy with. It's like the whole art needs refresh. Oh. Anyway, indie title, just forget about it. If you've got kids, just wait. Wait for that big game. And if you, you don't want to wait, there's Catacombs 3rd Edition, which is easy to learn has real depth to it. That's what I suggest. Anyway, peeps, there's been some great female singers today from the Eurovision and American Song Contest, but this one from the American Song Contest from Alexis Cunningham, Working on a Miracle, is still up there. It's my, one of my favorite songs of the year. And uh, so I'm gonna have to play this to you. I, played it on my podcast a few weeks ago but it deserves to come back to join this collection this week as been playing one of my, some of my favorite songs of 2022 here peeps if you not noticed and um so yeah alexis cunningham working on a miracle what a great sound for this song after this peeps i will be coming back looking at media halo moon knight and of course my thoughts on the batman film Fourth of July, we lit up the sky. I don't remember how it ended that day, only the nights that still remind me I'm all alone. I miss you, you know. I'm working on a
Yes, 102.4. Now let's talk about the Batman film first because even though I've got negative opinions on it, I don't want to be too harsh on it because it's part of a trilogy outside of the extended universe that they're trying to create. They're actually calling it World 2.0 as, as if they, they've got a reset button. If it all goes wrong. Like it's all gone wrong for the Marvel. <laughs> We've got an official reset button. Anyway. It should have really been called. Um, Batman the. The story of his. It's not really Batman is it? I mean he doesn't even call himself Batman in the movie. <laughs> There's not many Batman things in it is it? There's like three Batman moments in the movie that I can remember that were like. Yeah Batman go for it. And he jumps off the building in his bat suit. That was great. The bit near the end when he stabs himself with the toxic rage. But that only lasts like 10 seconds. But it looks fantastic. It's like, yeah, coming from the video games. And hopefully we'll get to see that in the sequel. And uh, right at the end when potentially everyone's going to get electrocuted. If you've not seen the movie, I don't think it's a spoiler. He kind of does this heroic leap of faith, which is like really, really good. But um, as part part of the the uh, detective stuff that Batman's doing, like, could you not have put anybody in is, instead of Batman, any other hero? Like, he doesn't really. He's not really offering much to it. He's not getting to anybody fast. They all keep dying. And um, I'm guessing the only reason he's involved in it all is because the, uh, the Riddler is addressing Batman. To be, he's like embroiling him in it. So, anyway, it looks everyone's like raving how good Gotham City looks, but it's like spoiler alert, by the way. Doesn't Bo Gotham City get destroyed? This is World 2.0. They're gonna have to rebuild the city as soon as the uh, the levees got burst and it gets as big tsunamis destroyed the city. It's, so that's kind of what's going to be exciting about the next Batman in this trilogy, that you're going to see a new, different, modern Gotham, which is tantalizingly good. And if I'm seeing this as part one, I'm actually quite interested because all the stuff that he is in this movie, he will get better and will become the Batman we love. And uh, so the growth potential, and that's why it might be good, because if you look at the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the first movie, wasn't that good of an adventure fantasy, was it? But when you put the three together, you might like it. I didn't like the Lord of the Rings trilogy, actually. I thought it was heresy. They changed it around and the uh, artistic license in that movie was way too much. And I think um, Tolkien in his grave will, will be still screaming about what they did in that movie. And uh, yeah, anyway, let's hope the... Uh, <laughs> Amazon with their Lord of the Rings TV show actually give it some goodness. They did the Wheel of Time really well, so let's fingers crossed the uh, big budget of Lord of the Rings is going to be good. Apparently, it's going to be like a pre-story, and all the stories that they're telling in Lord of the Rings, like in the pub, that's what's going to be played out in the uh, in the TV show coming this year. 
Um, I watched um, Halo, we're up episode five now. There's gonna be nine of them. So I sat in the middle and I'm like, eh, this is like 34 minute long? Like I'm getting shortchanged here. But it was obviously an expensive episode. There's like a full on action sequences with um, special effects, explosions, etc. And it looked really, really good. I'm loving how the story's going. There's two stories you could say playing out, or maybe three if you put the uh, aliens on the, on the bill. But um, it is looking really, really good. Halo, there's a second series for it. It's got so many, so much potential in it. It's, oh, it's kind of my favourite TV show at the minute, Halo. And that's me not obviously knowing anything about the video game. In fact, I will be doing the video game as soon as I get a uh, RTX 4000 series card in my machine because my PC Gamer Radio YouTube channel has gone quiet because my RTX not an RTX, the GTX 980 can only run World of Warcraft at the minute and <laughs> I don't want to trust it on anything else. Anyway, Halo, if you've not been watching it, peeps, and you like sci-fi, you need to get on this. It's like, it's way up there, sitting right next to the Mandalorian. And because Star Wars has a lot of hang-ups, like people have got problems with the Star Wars, if you're a fan of Star Wars, you've got kind of problems with it. You come in at Halo with like, with like an op a blank piece of paper, right? You've not got anything against it or hang-ups or hangovers. And I think that's why it's fresh. The world building is amazing. And what you see in episode five is kind of a, ooh, it's like, yeah, Master Chief is good, but look what he's just seen. Yeah, he's got a boss to deal with coming up. That looks really interesting, especially as he's like, I don't know, the boss, was he like 10 meters tall? It looked like, oh my God, Master Chief, what, how are you gonna take him down? Not played the video game, so I've got no idea how that'll roll, but. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Moon Knight, shall we? Now, Moon Knight, well, I was talking to my gaming group and I said to them, I've been trying to tell you this for a week about Moon Knight, but we keep talking about other stuff. There's only going to be six episodes. And they're like, what? Yeah, so we're almost finished. This was a really good tomb raiding episode, actually. Episode four, like going inside of tombs and things. I thought it was really fun and... Um, I'm guessing if a lot of people are watching this and it turns out to be good, I'm pretty sure it's going to go into a movie in some way. I think Disney have said they want to kind of test heroes out in the TV before doing a movies. For example, the WandaVision. Well, Wanda from that TV show was popular enough to put her in the next movie from Marvel with the wizard guy. Hint, hint. Don't let that spoil. I don't know. Watch the trailer. It's, she's in prison, actually. And I'm not finished watching Vision. I might have to finish that off because my wife just interest bombed on that and I didn't end up finishing it. So I think I might go back to that. And Because uh, I, I was enjoying it, even though it was kind of quirky in its nature. But um, yeah, Moon Knight looking great because I don't think they're gonna have time in the TV series to defeat the monster the god, the evil god that they're trying to resurrect. Um, and I think that's my, where it might set up a movie or see, I don't know where it's gonna go. Um, but it is interesting. We're seeing less of the Moon Knight, by the way, in this story, less of the abilities of the Moon Knight. And it was more of a lower builder, more lore building into the character, episode four. And um, so that's why Moon Knight doesn't feel like a comic book marvel because it's doing everything it can to stop it becoming that. <laughs> so I think just if they just get rid of that big Marvel intro at the beginning with all the Marvel heroes getting represented and I know they're doing it with the Star Wars stuff as well. Just get on with it for God's sake. These giant Star Wars and Marvel intros. Do we really... That's why I've dropped intros from my videos on YouTube, because they're so boring. Just get on with it. 
<laughs> We're even doing it with football now in the UK. They're giving it a big intro and it's like, get on with the bloody thing. Anyway, Moon Knight, please check it out. If you think it's just a good story from comic book world, but it's less comic book hero, it's comic book story. I think you'll enjoy it a little bit more. It's got um, the gods of Egypt and all that good stuff in it. And I do like the female character that is... Um, that's in it. I don't want to spoil too much of Moon Knight because I think that's also good. But between Halo and Moon Knight, that's the top biggest TV that you've got going at the minute. I did watch Picard Season 2 Episode 1, but right at the end of it, I got a This is what to expect on Season 2. And that little preview that they played ruined it for me because what I saw, I'm like... I don't really want to watch a Star Trek when it goes back in time and puts Picard in modern times. There's nothing sci-fi about that. It's just stupid. If you've been watching Picard Season 2 and you really like it, please let me know because that's put me off the whole second season. I can't believe NBC, whoever it is, did that mock-up at the end of it. It's like, dear God, talk about ruining it for me. But I guess they'd give me a favour because it showed what it was going to be and I'm like, that's not sci-fi. <laughs> not sci-fi enough. Whereas Halo, that is sci-fi with a cherry on the top. Moon Knight is a comic book story with a cherry on the top with less about heroes but more about the comic fantasy world. I like it. So yeah, interesting stuff, peeps. Well, it looks like this week on Kickstarter is going to be an expansion special week but we'll see might go some interesting surprises on kickstarter and gamepad of course um but yeah let me know what you've been playing and um i did take my plans there in the week i'm going to be rolling out tainted grail i did all in pledge for that monster game so um i've yet to go through the expansions because i really want to go through them cooperatively so that should be delicious to do, peeps, and all that good stuff. The YouTube channel is around about 890 subscribers now. We're pushing on to 900, which is going to be amazing. And I'm hoping for a secret special giveaway when we get to 1,000 subscribers. That's going to be a good surprise, I think, for all my subscribers. So um, you peeps on the podcast, get over to the YouTube channel and subscribe, please. No. <laughs> help and all that good stuff we've got an interesting season ahead i think on kickstarter it usually goes quiet in the summer and then explodes in the uh, autumn and all that good stuff in fact um, it continued into december didn't it last year it was kind of a, a nervy one but i think a lot of games that are you know that were planned through covid times and um, they were just worked on that's why we're getting kind of these bigger games coming out in 2022. They were just put on the back burner. But as people are coming back to work and people are getting money again, that's when they are starting to uh, pull these big ones. And if you look at the Anister Kickstarter as an example, that's going to be pushing a million, I'd say. So it's getting big, isn't it? And um, all that good stuff. And how are you with your Kickstarters that you've kickstarted? I mean, they're all mega late, but we're starting to get drip feeds now from factories, aren't we? That they're actually starting to print stuff, so they're going to show us. Like, Frosthaven's still not showing us anything that's been made from the factory. That's hopefully coming in this next week. And it's getting getting close to getting all these delivered people. It's going to be, like, the best year ever for getting games delivered and fulfilled from Kickstarter. So, yeah, absolutely amazing and i just want to take this extra time on the video just to talk about is is board games because i don't see board games as like an infinite thing that you can collect i think it's going to get to a point where you've collected maybe i'm looking at my own collection thinking like a 10-year cycle and then that'll probably end because all the new games after that are going to be similar to your Kickstarters. And the Kickstarters that you get in are so well produced and got so much content and look absolutely amazing that... Is it going to be like music? You've got a full music collection from the 70s and then when the 80s came, you didn't really... You weren't really interesting 
in the 80s music. But your friends were, so you go around your friend's house and he's collecting 80s music. And he's, that's what's going to happen. You're going to be going around to your friend's house for a board game because they've got the next era of board games. I'm thinking that's what it is, but thankfully, we're going for a golden age, aren't we? So I think this decade of collecting is the best one we've ever seen, peeps. So yeah, love to know your comments on that. Love to read your comments, please, in the description. If you are on YouTube, you've missed some amazing music, just hit the podcast button or the link in the description and download the... Uh, or you can watch it, you know, wherever you, you can watch it from the podcast. So you can stream it. And uh, there has been some amazing music. And the, I'm going to finish the show this week with poor Cisco. The artist Cisco, who claims he was the first black person in the noughties to actually dye his hair white. <laughs> anyway, Cisco, I do feel sorry for you. He's like a big artist and the judges went... We're going to find out tomorrow, as this is going out on Sunday, we'll find out on Monday if he got voted in from the people. But his song I'm going to be playing next, this is the one that the judges didn't like. But hopefully his fan base will vote him in. But it's going to be difficult because it's 50% coming from the judges, 50% from the public. And this needs a lot of views. This needs a lot of people rigging it to get Cisco qualified. But there is the back door to the semi-final. Anyway, if you've not been watching the American Song Contest, peeps, semi-final on Monday... It's going to be really good, and if you if you can't be bothered even watching the semi-final, the um, the final's looking to be spectacular, just as the Eurovision Song Contest finals are always spectacular too. And I'm still thinking the winner will go to um, who won it? Why is my mind saying France? Where's the Eurovision this year going to? My brain. <laughs> I'm an absolute massive Eurovision fan and I can't remember where it's going. That's desperate, isn't it, peeps? Well, it is late, this podcast, and, um, and all that stuff. <laughs> Just Google it, peeps. You don't need to hear where it is from me, do you? <laughs> anyway, peeps, I hope you enjoyed the music this week, and um, I'd love you to check out my channel and look at some of these games, because they're just spectacular games this week, all worth your interest. So different, but so incredible, and totally games you want to play. Apart from the uh, the the kids' quest, of course. So yeah. Anyway, big you take us, stay safe. I've been your host, Lipstick Patty. This has been broadcast the official podcast from Kickstarter Radio One or Two Point Four's YouTube channel. So you take us, stay safe, and bye for now. <laughs> Look at the roof The roof is on fire I'm from the home The home of the wire Ain't nobody out but the freaks at night Moving to the rhythm The thing I never like I feel electric And it's taking me higher Trending
Whoa, whoa. It must be a dream.